Hi, this is Chelsea, and you are listening to Foot of the Cross. Hi, can I just want to start out and say TGIS, man. TGIS. Hi. <laughs> well, I hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday. Um, I know that right now it's going crazy with the election. Uh, people are constantly arguing, you know, every single time the president gets on Facebook Live or wherever you're watching from, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or, you know, YouTube. I mean, nonstop, we've got the Republicans and the Democrats going on each other like white on rice. And what's crazy is I can't stick up for all of my fellow Republicans because they are saying some nasty things, okay? Uh, things that I would never say, um, you know, especially when I'm sitting here watching what's happening. The first thing I wouldn't do to try to get somebody over on my side or to convert them over to believing in God or to believing in my politics or anything like that, I would not do this, okay? Take one. Uh, yeah. F you, uh, Democrats, you know, you're all going to hell. I'm not going to use graphic language at Democrats to get them to vote for Trump, and I'm certainly not going to claim to be a Christian and use that type of foul language um, at them to get them to believe in God. So, please recognize what's really happening here. I mean, I know not every single Republican claims to believe in God. And you know what? I know this part actually doesn't help, okay? You guys know that show, The Ranch? It had, it, I actually like this show, believe it or not, but it had Ashton Kutcher in it. And I don't have a lot of cowboy, you know, redneck, uh, ranchy, farm boy type of shows that I watch. I mean, the closest I get is, uh, oh my goodness, <sighs> it's on Hulu. And, um, it's where the guys basically throw, you know, literate and liter uh, literate words and literature back at each other. Um, you'd know it and recognize it if I said some, said the name of it, but I can't remember right now. But, look, the ranch, uh, Ashton Kutcher's family on the show claims to be Republican, but you hear them say GD this and Jesus Christ all through it, and that just breaks my heart because I'm like, you know, everything that they say they believe in, I mean, they pray at dinner time even and things like that, but then they go and they take the Lord's name in vain, and I'm like, how can you claim to be a Christian and a Republican? And then blasphemy, God.
God left and right, you know, it's completely backwards, and um, the F word, the F bomb, whatever you guys want to call it, it's just nonstop. Now, do I have my days where um, I cuss once in a while? Absolutely. Okay? The F bomb used to be my favorite cuss word in the world. <laughs> and, uh,. I am trying very hard to change my old cursing habits and show my children that I can do better because I want to encourage them that when they're not that when they're out and about with their friends and away from me un, out from under my care I want them to have remember my influence so that my beautiful daughter's mouth isn't dropping the F-bomb or taking the Lord's name in vain and stuff when she's out of my hand and out in the real world, especially on a date, you know, with some young man who she's trying to impress. I don't want her to think that that is the normal way of talking because when you imagine a Christian family in their home, do you seriously think that they come home from church and go, well, damn it, that church service was good, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, come on. And the show is completely trying to, to convince you that that is just the normal way of life. And it's not. Do actors cuss constantly? Yes. They do. They do. But I bet you a million dollars that Angelina Julie isn't in her kitchen uh, making PB&J, if she ever is. You know, I mean, God knows that she's got some nannies for all those kids she's adopted. And I have nothing against that. The only thing I do have against is that... You know, at one point she actually kissed her own brother, which is against God. And another is that she doesn't believe in my God. <laughs> is she a Scientologist? I have no idea. I'm not even going to go there right now. Because, <laughs> boy, do I got some things to say about that. We're actually going to do an episode on Scientology, believe it or not. Um, but... If any of you know anything about Scientology, you can look it up and you can see that they don't need my help breaking down <laughs> because uh, they are running their little group all on their own. What was a billion dollar, you know, tax exempt human created religion by, uh, Mr. Hubbard himself doesn't even talk about this. Seems like everyone that gets involved. You want to know what's creepy? Is I actually watched, uh, you know, shows on Netflix about Scientology. And about three days later, I'm listening to my voicemails. And one of the voicemails is the church from Scientology, and it was the closest one, in Atlanta, calling my number, okay, starting with my area code, 205, 
and they had an Atlanta area code, not like 1-800 or 1-900, it was, it was a regular phone number, and I'm like, holy crap, so that, that, uh, freaked me out a little bit, but anyway, back to my original point. This is not the way we roll, and it's not the way we should roll, okay? You want your children to grow up and be good parents. The last thing you want them to think is that it is a normal way to go around and cuss people out online. I mean, you guys are parents, for goodness sake, and you're on there and saying horrible, horrible things other. And you know what? I constantly saw people say that people in Alabama are racist, and <laughs> if they are, I don't see them. Believe it or not, the only people I see using the N-word in Alabama are other black people, and they mean it in a homie type of way, not in the er type of way, if you know what I mean. I've heard a little niggle, <laughs> but I've never heard it the other way before. Um, maybe one time in my entire life did I ever hear that, and that was toward Columbus, Mississippi. Now, you go in Mississippi, uh, the Jackson area especially, and you will run into some racism, but it is just about completely out of Alabama. And it was really sad for me to see so many people consider Alabama as a racist state. And you know what? Um, the one thing that got me, because ever since we started having problems with Black Lives Matter and all this stuff, um, and when I say problems, you know what I'm talking about, because when that cop killed that dude, I mean, it was completely wrong, but it made... All the freaking geeks come out of their holes and really, really get feisty about it. And I did an episode on it. Y'all know how I feel. Y'all know how I think about it. Um, do I believe in protests? Absolutely. But people took it way too far and they got onto other people for doing illegal acts. And what did they do to punish them? They returned the illegal act. So, <laughs> that makes them no different than the person that they were trying to, you know, literally crucify with the words. You know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. So, a cop killed a black guy. So, what? You're going to go and blow up some buildings now? You're going to actually burn down our streets? You're going to take away a hundred years of everything that we have been working and fighting for so that we could all get along in the same habitat with each other. My God, I bet somebody would be thinking that I'm racist just from the words I'm saying right now. Because even I am picking up a little bit of stuff that I probably would have thought if somebody else had said it and I was younger, that, yeah, maybe I am sounding a little bit racist. No, I'm not. I'm racist against the racist, okay? 
But anyway, as I was trying to say though, during this whole thing that was going on, I wanted to know my reads, okay? I'm not a reader. That's just all there is to it. Um, I was there was a time where I was book smart, Sylvia Plath, Shakespeare, all that stuff. I mean, by the time I was eleven years old, you know, I was writing poetry, reading poetry, had poetry on tape, you name it, and I had it. And um I loved it, but uh by the time I was fifteen, sixteen years old, I couldn't sit down long enough to read a book. Explain all the internet crap we've got coming out where there's literally, you know, <laughs> um, everything all the little videos and stuff last fifteen minutes instead of an hour and a half long. Now you got kids that can't even sit through an entire movie. And some kids have ADHD because of that. By the time mine started getting worse, I stopped reading books and literature. So I went back and I studied some stuff on racism. And you know what I saw? That in other countries where there's more black people that live, there's actually racism going on between light black people and dark black people. And that shocked me, okay? As a 35-year-old woman that has always known a little bit more than she should have and had to grow up too fast, that shocked me down to my core. It really shook me up because I had no idea that was going on. And, I mean, I guess it makes sense. If we have racism going on today, why not? You know, a darker black man um, getting picked on by the lighter black man, or a black man getting picked on that's half white, half black, and from America. Good for you. I mean, come on. So, my point from the beginning of talking about this and bringing Black Lives Matter into this conversation was because during the president's speech, I just kept seeing a lot of stuff about racism. And I'm like, do you really think Joe Biden cares about you? Because I'm seeing people that are poor and middle class. And I'm like, do you think he cares about you? Heck no. He can say it all day. I know he doesn't care about me, and I know he doesn't care about you, or you, or you, or you. Joe Biden cares about himself. That's all there is to it, and that's what people got to recognize, because if he's going to change anything, he's going to make this country, first of all, into a socialist country. And he's going to drive everything that we stood for two years into the ground and derail God right out of it. I mean, <laughs> our little complaints about we can't say Merry Christmas in, in certain schools and we have to say Happy Holidays now. 
He says back to back. Just wait. More to come. That's all I've got to say. And it's so sad. It's so sad. My daughter's one quarter Mexican, you know, and she's been taught to speak before, and it just it ruined her for a long time. And she had these friends, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, and she would come to me and tell me, and I wish I was, I was like everybody else. And I said, everybody else doesn't have blonde hair, blue eyes. I said, look at that girl over there with red hair and green eyes. I said, isn't she pretty? And she goes, yeah. She said, I'd, I'd even like to be like her instead of what I look like. And I said, what do you look like? And she goes, well, apparently I'm not pretty. Because my skin's different. And I'm like, excuse me? You are more beautiful than I ever had hoped for for myself when I was younger. And I had blue eyes and blonde hair. And I put myself through agonizing pain going to beaches and laying out in the sun and literally burning my skin on purpose. Getting over the sunburn so that I could have the dark hands that my child will always have naturally because she's one quarter Mexican. <laughs> And I said, and your beautiful big brown eyes, baby, and hair that goes completely straight the second I brush it and curly, the second I get it a little wet. I mean, that's the kind of hair that people pay for hundreds of dollars every day. Actors pay hundreds of dollars every time they do a different movie. She has to barely touch it, and it does exactly what she wants to do. I'm five two. She's a little bit taller than me. She's got legs up the hair. <laughs> Cute butt. I mean, sorry, I'm not trying to sexualize my daughter here and make her an icon. All I'm just making a point that my daughter is beautiful. But because of that ugly word, it made my daughter put herself down. And I wanted to go out there and physically fight for her. You know what? That is not what we need to do. That's not how you help your kids. That's not how you be a good mother or a good parent for that matter. Father or mom. I mean, come on. Silence is not the answer. Revenge is not the answer. And when I look at what everyone's saying to each other online, it just, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. We're damaging everything that was good in this country. And the thing is, it's only going to get worse. And I knew that it was coming. I just didn't know when. I'm not going to lie, you know, it's not easy for me, just like it isn't easy for just about anyone. And then you've got this group of people that's so excited that Joe Biden won presidency, and if anything, I feel sorry for them. 
that they are literally too blind to see what's right in front of them. Too, too lied to and betrayed and not shown the truth to know the truth when it's right in front of them. Obama, you know, he didn't believe in building the wall, and yet he lives behind an iron gate that goes all the way around his house. He lives in a freaking fortress. He probably has a safe room and everything in there. Black Ops couldn't get into his house. In fact, he probably had those types of people protecting him. Gun control? <laughs> These people that go against gun control have people protecting them with guns in their pockets. Don't tell me I watch too much TV. This is really happening in our own country's backyard. What are we doing about it? We're just letting it happen, man. He can live wherever he wants to live. Just don't claim that you're not scared of the wrong people coming into our country and messing you up. 
I saw one person make a statement and say, where's Bush, man? Bring him back. If he was a good president after all, because these guys suck. Yeah, you're right. He was the man once upon a time. GW, we miss you, man. <laughs> Call a lawyer. You know, it's so funny. Because, I mean, like, how do you know when a lawyer's lying? Their mouths are moving. But yet, you know, whatever lawyers they got that are fighting for our presidents and stuff. You think I trust them? Really? I mean, come on. You know? I, I bet for a fact that the person telling Trump which lawyer to use, and they do have to take legal advice from somebody, but I bet the people advising them aren't even being completely honest. So... How can you get it right when you've got that kind of dirtiness going on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't claim to know the answers, but I do claim to know how to get with, right with your own heart while you still have time. How to make it right with your own family while you still have time. And how to try to keep your family not safe, okay? Not safe. I'm not telling you go buy a bunch of guns. And learn how to shoot. Although there may come a time where you might have to use a gun, whether you want to or not, to protect your family. But right now, I'm talking about making it right with God. Making sure your last days, when God comes back, isn't you taking yourself out because of depression calling it a day with suicide or shooting up drugs in your veins because you need gratification right now and making yourself feel better making yourself feel numb so you don't know what's going on around you that's just temporary man I'm talking about a forever high No, I'm not even talking about the Holy Spirit, because feeling the Holy Spirit on earth, it is great. It's wonderful. you got to have the Holy Spirit in you to be saved. So if you're a God-man and you have the Holy Spirit, I don't know what to tell you. I'm talking about eternity here in heaven with people you love people that you helped get there. If you're not right with God, you're not going to be there with me and my family, so I don't claim to be better than anyone. It took me a long time to get out of those crossroads that I was riding on. I go left and I go right. No, I went straight down the middle thinking I could have a little bit of left, a little bit of right, and can't have both. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Can't say you believe in one thing and go do another. 
Well, Father God, we just want to say a prayer right now because you know what's going on with our country. You know how hard Trump is out there fighting and doing everything that he can before he has to leave the White House officially. And I just thank you, God, that you speak to him through his heart, through his family. Give him guidance. I pray for all the Democrats out there and non-Christian and non-godly people. And I thank you, God, that you help them to see, that you help their blindness to go away and actually see what really wrong with this country right now and what this country really needs. You're the one that gave us love, God. You are where the love started. And because of Satan, there's hate out there. There's so much hate. And that's the world's problem. It's not racism. It's hate. Some of these people, the ones that are racist, they hate themselves. But I pray for them today, God. Thank you that you be with them. Help them to see what's real. Be with my family. Keep them safe. Thank you, God. Put that umbrella of protection over me and my family. And help us get a little bit more closer to you and to each other a little bit more and more every day. Help us to be God-like. Help us to be more and more like your son, Jesus Christ, that you raised. Mary raised who believed in you because she had the faith. Help me to have more faith, God. Help people, people to have more faith. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. I hope everyone has a good and safe weekend. When you're out there and you're talking, take your time, man. Say something to uplift them to someone. Give something to someone that needs it. Say a prayer for someone today. Even if it's yourself. Pick up your Bible. Read some scripture. Even if you're stuck inside, find some positive to do today. Just one thing. Then tell them to family, your kids. Take the time to tell them that you love them. And that yes, you know that there are crazy things going on in this country, but God, as long as you've got him, he will take care of you. He will bless you and your family. But you've got to believe and you've got to have faith. Thank you for listening to me. Until next time, see you again. This is Chelsea on Three Cross.